This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine, where you can always have great suggestions for your next audiobook. I'm Michelle Cobb, a publisher of Audiophile, and this week we are focused on our selection of 2023's best audiobooks. Today, we will dive into the category of fiction, where we are exposed to diverse stories. And I'm pleased to be joined by narrator Helen Laser, who will enlighten us on one of these titles. But first, here's the full 2023 Best Fiction list. Chain Gang All-Stars by Nana Kwame Ajabrenya, read by Shayna Small, Aaron Goodson, Michael Crouch, and Leah Sorio. I Have Some Questions for You by Rebecca McKee, read by Julia Whalen and J.D. Jackson. The Late Americans by Brandon Taylor, read by Kevin R. Free. Tom Lake by Ann Patchett, read by Meryl Streep. The Heaven and Earth Grocery Store by James McBride, read by Dominic Hoffman. And Yellow Face by R.F. Kwong, read by Helen Laser. Thanks so much for joining us today, Helen. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. It was it was so lovely to hear you say all these names, and some of them are friends of mine, and I did little little silent cheers. <laughs> well, it's a great group to be included in, and we're always so pleased to to pick these selections. It's quite a, a tough job for the editorial team, but it's fun too, I think. <laughs> I it, it was so cool to, you know, to hear all that and to to be among such incredible company. It was really, really nice. <laughs> so thank you. Well, let's talk about one of my personal favorites from the year, Yellowface. Tell us what this book is about. Sure. Uh, Yellowface is about a young writer, June, and that's who I'm narrating from the perspective of. And she's had this career that's kind of been in limbo since she wrote her debut novel, and it was kind of a flop. And she has this friend from school named Athena who is ultra successful, this you know really iconic Asian-American writer. And June actually witnesses her death in this freak accident. And then June pilfers Athena's latest book, zhuzhes it up a little bit, and then passes it off as her own, stealing it. Um, and then she suddenly is very successful and everyone loves the book. And she uh, and then, you know, things happen and someone eventually finds out that she did, in fact, take this manuscript and she is trying to keep that secret, make sure it doesn't get out and just keeps on lying and they build and build and build and and I won't tell you what happens. <laughs> so you have to listen to find out. Well, I love this title in part because it's about publishing and it's always mm -hmm. fun to, I think, you know, listen to a title that's about the industry that you know so well and see what's, you know, correct and what's uh, fictionalized, as it were. 
Right. I think that was a really big appeal for, you know, people who might not necessarily work in publishing or really have anything to do with the industry to get this kind of inside look into it and to see kind of the, you know, yucky underbelly of it all. So I'm curious, from the audiobook perspective, what were the main challenges of recording this particular title? I would say the the main challenge for me was that I was actually getting over COVID. I had uh, gotten it for my first time. I you know I managed to go like two or three years without it, and I, I finally got it when I was doing an out of town theater contract. I was doing a production of Indecent by Paula Vogel, and I got COVID. I got it pretty hard, and I was not doing well, and I was you know coughing, and my throat was really weak, and my lungs could not breathe enough air, and so. I, I pretty much planned to record this title the second I got back from the contract. And then, you know, of course, when I'd gotten home, I, I, you know, like my breathing was weak and you need a lot of stamina to do an audiobook. It's, you know, it's a really like I like to say it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you really have to be able to, uh, you know, breathe and not be coughing. So I, um, you know, I had to really work to make sure that my voice was strong enough to be able to get back in the booth and do it. Um, so that was incredibly challenging. And I would say the, you know, in a more artistic way, a big challenge was that I, you know, I wanted to make sure that June was this balance of not being likable, but not being completely unlistenable, you know, <laughs> like I didn't want it to be like, you know, someone listens to the first chapter and goes, oh my God, she's so annoying, <laughs> you know? Um, so I really wanted her to be compelling in her villainy, but not completely romanticized or too sympathetic. Uh, and that's a, that's a tough tightrope. So I, you know, I hope I nailed it. I did my best. <laughs> well, I think you definitely nailed it given the best of the year. And um, I had no idea that you had COVID. Wow. Good job. Yeah, I was, I was not doing well. I was not, not well. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough, but um, you know, I got through it and, and it also, it really helps to have an incredible title to work on you know, something as interesting and juicy and, you know, like dark and a little spooky. Like it was it was really great to work on something that I was actually, you know, passionate about and excited to record. And it really, you know, gave me the motivation to hop in the booth and be like, you know what? I don't feel great, but let's freaking do this. Let's channel all those feelings into the book. <laughs> well, I'm I'm really impressed that you did that. Thank and you. <laughs> You know, we've talked about some great fiction titles here, and obviously you've recorded this one and others. And I'm curious, are you seeing any trends in fiction audiobooks? I would say, you know, because I tend to, you know, I, I'm mostly paying attention to the types of, you know, books that I'm going to be assigned to narrate or that someone will think of me for. And um, so things that I've noticed, at least, you know, in my little corner of the audiobook universe is that... um. I tend to get some real sassafras narrators, you know, they're ready to tell it all and are, you know, either, you know, either embittered or, you know, feeling, you know, just just feeling like the world isn't serving them the way that they want it to be. And, you know, and now, and now they're ready to, you know, share their dark perspective with everyone else. And there's kind of like an omniscience or like an innate intelligence to these characters, which I really enjoy doing. I love I love narrating as a character who's really smart. And it's like, all right, I know everything and I'm ready to tell you what I know. Um, I had a director recently refer to it as um, XOXO Gossip Girl, like the sort of narration you would hear on that show of just sort of like, here's all the dirt on everybody. So that's kind of what I've, I've noticed as a trend is I, th I think people enjoy it because it's like they're in on the secret and they're part of, you know, they're, they're part of like the, you know, intelligent people who know what's going on. And I think that there's something fun as a reader to be invited into that. That is true. And yes, I think I, I would agree with you. That is a bit of a trend and always fun to listen to. And I imagine 
always pretty fun to record because you do get those the dark side as well as the light side. You can't see me right now, but I'm nodding vigorously. <laughs> I, it's, <laughs> it's such a good time. It's so much fun to, you know, and also because, you know, in real life, I don't really look like this, you know, sort of person, but I, I love getting to narrate these really like misanthropic sorts of characters. I just think it's fun because, you know, I, I do television and film and theater and, you know, what my face looks like doesn't really match up with that kind of personality, but my voice really, really does. So I, I really enjoy that in the audiobook world, I get to be these sort of, you know, frankly cranky or embittered or like, you know, really just like pissed off, like villainous sorts of people. And then on stage, I'm like a sweet girl and it would be so sad if she were to die or something, you know, <laughs> I'm always like the girl next door on stage, but in audiobooks, I'm like the meanest person you've ever met. <laughs> I love that you get to play that way because I, I do think playing the villain is oftentimes a little bit more interesting. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And I, and I love that vocally I'm not limited so I can play, you know, like a really awful, awful lady. And then, you know, the next day I might be playing the romantic lead who just doesn't believe in herself. And she's trying to, you know, she's vulnerable and she's really trying to, you know, figure out who she is. Like, it, it's so nice to not be limited that way and to, you know, to have producers really believe in you and be like, I, I can see you doing this book. You've got a great voice for it. Go for it. You know, you're not limited to how you look. And I just think that's one of the one of the best parts of this industry. It is indeed. Well, I want to wrap us up on Yellow Face. What, if anything, has stayed with you about this particular title? Ooh, great question. I would say, I think something that's really stayed with me is June's absolute confidence that she is right. I just think that's so fascinating and terrifying that she could convince herself that, you know, at a certain point, she kind of convinces herself that she wrote the book, even though she knows that she didn't. But she's kind of like, it wouldn't be the same book if I hadn't put all this work into it, if I hadn't edited it and made it what it is. So really, I actually kind of wrote it. She like manages to convince herself of this. And you kind of get to observe her going completely off the rails, but with this conviction that feels so level-headed in its own really messed up way. And you, you like, I mean, at least when I was narrating it, I kind of, I had to really be like, I believe in everything I'm saying. And, and at a certain point I was like, you know, she is making sense, even though I know that what she's saying isn't true. And, uh, you know, I find that delusion kind of, you know, it's very dangerous and it's really intriguing and uh, it can make smart people feel a little too smart. I think, I think there are a lot of Junes out there and that, to be honest, haunts me <laughs> when I think about it. But those delusions, they make for great listens. So They make for great, great listens. It's fascinating. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Helen. Oh, thank you for having me. This was such a delight. We've been talking about Yellow Face by R.F. Kwong, read by Helen Laser. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, we welcome you to return for more chats with talented narrators and check out our social media as we often post videos from audiobook narrators about their experiences in the recording booth. The full list of Audiophile's 2023 best audiobooks can be found at audiophilemagazine.com. Support from Harper Audio helps bring you today's audiobook recommendations. 